I will read from the old arrangements of Supreme's inspired writings, properly translated at my site, waldoreedy.com, in correct order of documents, as well as comment on Isaiah 63. <clears throat> Verse 1, who is the one coming from red? I know you all know who red is. That's Edom. Clothes dyed, the word there is fermented, but it means dyed. From sheepfold, question mark. Who is this one being adorned with his apparel, bending in the greatness of his strength? I state with correctness to liberate many. <clears throat> Verse 2, why are your apparel and your clothes red like the one treading in the winepress? I alone have trodden the winepress. No mortal from the peoples is with me. This is a singular reference to Supreme. <clears throat> I will tread them with my nose. I will trample them in my displeasure. His nose is the way he expresses displeasure or upset. You, their bloods will spatter on my clothes. Do you think he means business? Do you think he's coming back after they murdered him and going to just play patty cake? Well, you don't know, Supreme. You don't know. He is most powerful. He is Supreme. He is eternal. He is originator. You have no idea of who he is. Don't ever call him God or Lord. You're missing the whole point. Verse 4, that day of vengeance is in my heart. That's what Supreme says. A year of my redeemed is coming. So he's going to look for vengeance on those who attack his uh, chosen select ecclesia. Verse 5, I look. No one helps. I am horrified. Oh, no, I am is horrified. Sorry, I had trouble reading that. No one supports my arm liberates for me. My displeasure supports me. I, verse 6, will trample peoples with my nose. There it is again. Is he angry? No. Is he mad? No. No. Is he displeased? Is he upset? You better know it. I will cause them to be intoxicated in my displeasure. That's not alcohol. They'll find out what displeasure of Supreme is like. Any who displease him with their morality, idolatry, or any other nonsense. I will cause their juice to go down to earth. I, I think that's the life's blood. Seven, I will mention originator's goodness. Oh, you will, huh? <laughs> that's all we should ever talk about. We talk about our goodness. We say, oh, my goodness. No, your goodness isn't mine, and mine isn't goodness, so. Why do we say these things? We're just stupid fools. That's all. Originator's praises. I will mention originator's goodness. I will mention then originator's praises. About all that originator dealt us, that he dealt much good to, he retains most powerful's house. That's Israel. According to his compassion and according to his abundant goodnesses. Verse 8, he conveys 
certainly my people are sons who do not deal falsely. That's his people. So you know people who deal falsely? These politicians and these religious people are not godly. They are ungodly. He has been, for one, protecting them. Did you know he is our protection? Verse 9, in all their trouble, trouble was for him. Yeah, there's a lot of trouble. That word appears twice there for good reason. An agent of his faces protected them. He redeems them in his love and in his mercy. So with great love and great mercy, he redeems us. He lifted and carried them all past days. Verse 10, they were rebellious. Yeah, we've all been dirty, rotten rebels. In fact, most of us still are. They grieved his distinguished, timeless wind. He turned to their enemy. He used the enemy to discipline us. He fought with them. <clears throat> Verse 11, he remembered days past. Where is drawn who brought up his people from the sea with ones tending his flock? Where is one who activated his distinguished timeless wind in him? 12 continues, whose arm of splendor led to the right of drawn, splitting waters from their faces. That was fantastic, both at the Red Sea and the Jordan, achieving for him a lasting name. 13, that's what's coming up. We'll never be eternal. We can only be everlasting. Who led in the depths like a horse in the desert, none stumbling. You know, their shoes didn't even wear out. What do you think of that? <clears throat> Verse 14, originator timeless wind rested him like an animal going down in the valley. You guide your people to achieve a splendid name for you. Yeah, he sure does. Verse 15, you look from the infinite. You see from your distinguished habitation. He is infinite. That is throughout the entire universe and far beyond in infinity and your splendor. Wow. Where is your zeal and your strengths? Your bowels, that's compassion, sound, and your compassion. They are restrained for me. 16, you are our Papa. That's very important to understand. Exalted. Exalted's Papa, that's Abraham, knows not us. He looked for the city whose builder is supreme. And we'll all be able to find that when we come up from lifelessness or a change from our present living to immortal and incorruptible. And that will be the empire, the kingdom of supreme worldwide. He retains mighty one. I should say he retains most powerful. That is none other than Israel does not recognize us. Now the physical don't recognize the spiritual. Originator, our Papa, you redeem us. Your name is from always. Whoa, he never had a beginning. Verse 17, originator, why have us stray from your ways? Making your heart stubborn from your fear. He lets us turn into the most stubborn, rebellious ones, and then he forgives and changes us. You must turn on account of your servants, states of your inheritance. 
our inheritance in the future is so fantastic, it's hard to express it. Your distinguished people possessed it for a little while. That's verse 18. Our foes trample your distinguished. 19. We are from the past those with whom you have not ruled. One, your name has not been called over them. All right, that's uh, concluding for today. What we'll do, we'll stop.